All right, good morning, everyone. We are now today, uh, week two is over. We're gonna recap week two, waiver pickups. Today, uh, as usual, Jed over in uh, suburb of Illinois and Jimmy is over in Oklahoma today. Yeah, I'm here at the conference. Yeah, Jed, uh, how, did you enjoy the games yesterday, Jed? No, they. <laughs> I was so excited to have two Monday night games, but we were just <clears throat> talking about how, you know, both were really blowouts. And um, I think it was kind of disappointing. The Minnesota-Philadelphia game, you know, felt like it confirmed a lot what we saw with Philly last week, which is really great. Um, you know, A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts, um, even, even uh, I think, Sanders um, to a degree. But Minnesota, we were just trying to figure out what is wrong with them. So, you know, obviously Kirk Cousins, there were some – miscues there but then also dalvin cook the low usage rate of dalvin cook and i have him on at least one team two teams actually and you know that's pretty concerning so but again just like last week you know you saw a lot of big trends from last week to this week and things just are really in flux so these first two weeks you have to you know still kind of hold hold the things a little bit and see how they play out but it's definitely concerning if you're a minnesota fan yeah jim even in terms of this jalen hurts a lot of times Look, if some of you guys may have picked up in the eighth or ninth round. How good is he going to be, Jim? What do you think of uh, Jalen Hurts? No, I mean, Jim, I mean, they've done a great job. I mean, Philadelphia's done a great job surrounding him with the right players, right? Like, they got Devontae Smith that they drafted. A.J. Brown as a big-time receiver. Even Miles Sanders, you know, in Dallas Goddard. He's done really well this year. So, um, I, I did trade Tommy because I had an extra quarterback, so I traded him Jalen Hurts. But actually, it was pretty good because I gave you Jalen Hurts and he gave me Amon Ross St. Brown. So, I feel yeah. like we're pretty even. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know Jimmy likes Amon Ross St. Brown, and we're going to talk about him a little bit. Hey, Dallas Goddard at five catches, 82 yards. But, you know – as much as he doesn't get the touchdowns, Jed, we were just talking about Miles Sanders, 17 carries, 80 yards. It's not bad. It's not good, but no, it's yeah. not bad. He's, yeah. I mean, he's better than most people realize. You know, no, nobody thought that he was going to do much of all of this year. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say most people probably drafted him pretty low. And so you're getting, you know, good return on value. So, yeah, he's somebody I think, I, you know, right now it looks like I missed on because I definitely was passing on him for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chip, going to the next one in terms of the other game, Ryan Tannehill, it was a brutal night, all right? People were calling for Malik Willis to come mm -hmm. out here, and he actually did play, ended up playing the last quarter. But Derrick Henry did not do well. What do you think of that one? No, I was actually surprised because he's – I mean, Tennessee's a pretty good team, right? Um, and so I actually would not be surprised if Malik Willis um, came out sooner rather than later. He came in, did one of four passes, six yards – four carries for 16 additional yards. So my guess is they might they might roll the dice and bring out Malik Willis to come out because at least they give him – I mean, if you look at what Tua did this past week, Lamar Jackson, some of those running quarterbacks at least give them some sort of chance, right? So they might see the same thing with Malik Willis. Yeah, I, I think, too, to me, the, the storyline for both games, really, if you think about it, is the impact of A.J. Brown because yeah. I think A.J. Brown oh, yeah, being yeah, in yeah. the Titans – really just shows that, you know, he was opening up so much for them, and now he's doing that in Philly. I do agree, though, Tannehill, you don't have that same, you know, running, you know, running kind of um, threat. But still, you know, I feel like Derrick Henry, they did not, you know, I, I thought he was going to be, he got that touchdown early. I thought he was going to be off to a really nice game, but um, they kind of yeah. went away from him. Obviously, they were down by a lot, so that dictated it. But I feel like if they can get back to establishing that run game, Tannehill will yeah. be fine. But we all know he's a big play action pass so if you don't have the play action he's 
he's really not as effective. And Traylon Burke did decent, right? But it, I think it's still going to take some time. I mean, he had what, um, like eight or nine fantasy points, but I think it'll take some time. But I think he'll be a decent receiver at some point. Now, Jed, you have both Delvin Cook as well as Derrick Henry on your dynasty. If things go back, are you, are you going to keep them this year, or what are your thoughts about your running back situation? Oh no, I think I. Well, I don't know. Um, Dalvin Cook definitely, he's pretty young. You know, Derrick Henry, I feel like is starting to get up there a little bit, but you know, we'll see. That's why I said it's just one week. Uh, I'm not going to like freak out over one week yet. Um, but I think with any dynasty teams. The, that's the whole thing. When you have really good workhorses like a Dalvin Cook or a Derrick Henry, you have to figure out when to pull the trigger, right? And you want to be like the Patriots. The Patriots are always known for sending away veterans one year too early, which is better than doing it one year too late. And so I think yeah. that's the same thing, right? Like you got to figure out when to get rid of those guys. Jim, I know we're going to talk a little bit about waiver wires. On the Buffalo side, look, Jared Allen is, I mean, he's worth the third-round draft pick. We've talked about him. More so, I want to get your thoughts on James Cook, 11 carries, 53 yards. Does that give you some hope with the James Cook going forward? Yeah, I've actually been, you know, I, I don't know what you guys think. I saw, I think you might have dropped him, right? Did you yep, drop him? Yeah, because, yeah. yep. I mean, after the first game, he fumbled, didn't see him again. But you're right. I mean, I think uh, we keep talking about this. this by the second game, you start seeing some trends and James Cook might actually be somebody that's going to be fantasy relevant this year. Um, I didn't think that for after the first game, but he's still got potential. If you've watched him during the preseason, he did pretty good actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I thought he looked good um, during the game too. It's interesting though. I, I thought um, Singletary looked good too. So I don't know. I don't know what it is about him. That's better, but yeah. he did look good. Yeah. Well, I think he's going to be the backup. Um, my guess is going to be Singletary one, then it's going to be James Cook at some point during the season. Zach Moss will be three because sure, yeah. less and less they're going after away from Zach Moss. Yeah. Jed, one more thing in regards to the Minnesota game before we go to the Sunday games. Talk to me about Adam Thielen, four catches, 36 yards, and Er Smith, five catches, 36 yards, but one touchdown. Yeah, I'd feel better about Er Smith. I mean, he was getting open. Um, unfortunately, Cousins was missing him. Um, Thielen, again, you know, I feel like he's. It, it only works for him when the other side's going well, when Jefferson's doing well on the other side. And so he was someone we talked about. I don't know if you guys remember we talked about. I personally was not, was down on him, um, but you know, he has the pedigree, he has the history, so you feel like he can he can do it. But you know, I think things right now in Minnesota, they got to figure out you know the passing game right. Right now otherwise it's going to be a long season yeah jim uh tom brady calls the mike evans suspension ridiculous <laughs> look they were out there he's now suspended one game real uh julio jones was a scratch uh curtis godwin was a scratch i mean chris godwin was a scratch i mean who's left they just literally signed cole, cole beasley. beasley yeah yeah i say that that's a really good sign because remember he's been on the free agent wires uh, for for a while and people keep asking you know are you going to sign with the team and he says i'm only going to sign with the perfect team and so i think honestly being with brady gives him a great um a great option because he's that west welker julian edelman type of player um now richard perryman is is what he's done pretty decently leonard fournette could do better but i i think my guess is you'll i i, I anticipate a bounce back coming into green bay so yeah, and this to me is uh, a little bit of an indictment on Scotty Miller. If you guys watch the game, oh yeah, he, he yeah. dropped a couple yeah. passes, and oh, he's I think, pretty consistent, Scotty Miller. Yeah, right? the yeah. last couple of years, he's been decently consistent. 
Yeah, so I felt like yeah. he had a bad game, and I think that, you know, a little bit led to this. But I'm hoping that Julio will be okay because I think, um, you know, there could be a lot of a lot of points there for him to eat up, especially with yeah. the, the suspension. Did, this, did the appeal go through? Do you guys know if the suspension got No, out? he just filed it. They haven't mm-hmm. told him when the hearing's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people think that they may, they may um, you know, they might let him off, but I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. But this week was crazy, you know, because between Gabriel Davis, Julio Jones, um, there are a couple other people. There were a lot of last-minute um, DNPs for some of these players. Hey, look, on one of my teams, I have Chris Godwin, I have DeAndre Hopkins, I have Keenan Allen, all of that stuff. I had Michael no Pittman. wide receivers. Pittman, uh, yeah, everyone is out. Hey, speaking, a lot of times we don't talk about IDP, but how good is Devin White, linebacker, First game, seven tackles, one sack. Yesterday's game, or Sunday's game, seven tackles, two sacks. The guy's really, really good. I mean, playing alongside Levante David. Yeah, 17 points. I mean, the last couple of weeks, he's gotten me double digits in terms of fantasy points. So those are points that I needed. Yeah, and I'm waiting yeah. on uh, Shaq uh, in Indianapolis to come oh, yeah. back. I'm hoping <laughs> he plays this week. I need him. You know, I will say, I will say, it, guys, I mean, as you're going – the worst is, I mean, I've had a couple of teams where I played the wrong players this week, and I ended up losing. I gambled with the Paris Campbell, uh, Paris Campbell, and those are the worst. Those are the worst defeats when you know you have the players to win, and um, you end up losing this. Yeah, for me, it was uh, Tony Pollard. I had Tony Pollard oh, sitting yeah. on the bench, yeah. and I should have played him. Um, I forgot who it was over, but yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Tony Pollard, you know, Ezekiel Elliott is averaging only 3.5 yards a carry. He's been terrible. Yeah. yeah. Tom, are you going to dump? Are you going to try to trade him or are you just going to keep him? Oh, I've been trying to trade him across the league. I'm hoping yeah. someone will bite and just love the fact that they love Ezekiel Elliott in the name and suddenly make a trade for me. No, because here's here's the problem, right? And I'm going to take a quick break. You got Ezekiel Elliott, but then I was looking at it. You also have Godwin, you have Hopkins. And you got somebody else, right? So you have three players who are injured who's going to eventually come back. You don't want to drop them. But then you also got some dead weight in Ezekiel Elliott. So it's almost like you have to trade him for something or get some yeah. sort of asset back. I need to trade a two players for one. That's exactly what I need to do. Yeah. So, uh, Jed, Trey, Trey Lance, out for the year. Jimmy Garoppolo is back in. Do you like the fact, what does it say about Debo Samuel, Ayuk, all of those guys? Hey, there's no running back as well, too, over in San Francisco. Yeah, no, no. I actually like it for if you if you were especially Ayuk, if you were hoping for Ayuk, I think this uh, elevates you know your your perception of what how he's going to do for the rest of the season. So I actually think it's a good thing for the team in general. I, I was surprised that they were making the, the change anyhow. Yeah. Felt like it was a year too early. So I think for all the skill players, it's good. Um, I didn't see how Jeff Wilson Jr. did. Um, he did okay. He got what yeah. double digits uh, in the early teens, well, 11, 12 points. So he did okay, okay. you know. Yes. Um, so, hey, I'm really hoping when George Kittles comes back. Oh, did he freeze or is it me? Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, it's him. But I mean, I think going back to Trey Lance, you're right. I, I, people, people are saying that with uh, Jimmy G playing quarterback. Um, you're going to see more consistent production coming out of Ayuk. You're going to see more consistent production coming out of Debo um, and even Kittle. Because the thing is, I think they had a higher ceiling with Trey Lance, but there was a lot of unknown factors um, for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I said, <clears throat> you know, it'll be interesting if Trey Lance, this puts him in a really potentially um, sticky situation, right? If Jimmy G plays well, 
and then Trey Lance comes back, then what happens? Like if let's say San Francisco gets to like the divisional championships or something, what happens? It'll be really interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I actually think, you know, from a championship, I think I think they'll be fine. I think San Francisco is actually going to be fine because yeah. they're going to be the better. It's going to be between them and, and, and the Rams because, you know, um, Seattle's not going to do anything um, yeah. in that division. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did know. you get to see any of the last second games? This weekend was perfect for that. There were three games that teams were down by double digits with less than two minutes to go. Yeah, yeah, and they came yeah. back. Did, you, did you get to watch any? I, you know, I was watching. Do you think Garrett Wilson is going to be the real thing for the Jets? That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that comeback was insane. And actually, for anyone who you know was mad at Cleveland, so I still I don't know if you guys saw the thing about um, you know the 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 fans in Cleveland. There were basically tons of fans wearing number four jerseys in support of Watson, and then they even had a mannequin like who was getting a oh, massage. Really? Did you see this? <laughs> no, there's I a didn't picture see it. Out in the, in the, in the uh, parking lot, there's a mannequin getting a massage and they have a sign that says happy endings are not illegal. Oh. It's horrible. <laughs> so people are like, what is wrong with the Cleveland yeah. fans? And so it, it felt a little bit like karma, right? They're ahead yeah. by almost two touchdowns with less than two minutes. They lose the game to the Jets. I mean, yeah, I mean, Garrett Wilson, I mean, he, he definitely, you know, it seems it's just with, with Flacco back there, it's hard to really yeah, yeah. say. Yeah, but I, okay, so if, if you looked at the New York Jets players, right? Um, Hall, who's the rookie running back, yeah, you got Garrett back. Wilson. Um, yeah. I actually think Hall is going to eventually replace Carter. And we knew he had some pretty high expectations coming in, but he actually ran pretty well. I mean, he broke some pretty good tackles, scored oh, some good points. Well. I mean, he's a good running back. Yeah, he's someone to target because I'm sure a lot of people dropped after that first week. Um, and, you know, as, a, as pe there's injuries, people are having to, you know, thin out their benches. And I definitely think, I mean, yeah. we talked about Hall. He should have been drafted um, in any of your leagues. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I, I actually wouldn't mind. And then the other game to look at, I, I will say, like going, going back to that Miami game, I did not expect anything. I did not expect anything from Tua this year. You know, and that's one yeah. of the reasons why I stayed away from Hill and I stayed away from Waddle because I was like, oh, I think he'll be fine. But Tua's always going to get injured. So that's why I stayed away from him. But I, I miscalculated this year for them. Well, we'll see. We'll see if he stays healthy. But yeah, Miami has yeah. been impressive. That's definitely, I think Tua, we're talking about pickups. I think Tua will be one of the popular mm -hmm. pickups for anyone who needs a quarterback. But you basically both, Hill and Waddle almost had 200 yards each, which is yeah, just yeah. insane. So, I mean, you can't expect that kind of output, but it's definitely a good sign. Miami starting 2-0. That division is so interesting now. It's so um, competitive, right? You have Miami, Buffalo. Mm -hmm. The Patriots actually could come in last if the Jets, you know, pick up anything. The Patriots could be in last, which would be insane. Yeah, um, but yeah. it's an interesting flip for that, that division. I'm looking at the headlines, um, Jed. I don't know if you have any thoughts on this. Like Zach Wilson is gonna, he's not gonna, he's ruled out for week three, but mm -hmm. he's gonna see more work coming this week, and they're hoping in the next few weeks, maybe potentially week four, five, or six, he'll come back. Does that change your mind about any of these Jets players? 
Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, you know, hopefully that he could come back and actually still be an upgrade. So if anything, it just suggests that things would keep getting better. Um, you know, we talked about the beginning of the year. I've always avoided the New York teams. This is the year it feels like, you know, with Saquon Barkley with the Giants and then here with the Jets turning things around, you definitely have to start to look there to get more players and it could, it could really pay out. So no, not, yeah. not for me. I don't think that's a problem. Yeah. Who's, who's the folks you're picking up this week from the waiver waiver wire? So um, I talked about Tua. That is one pickup that I'm looking at um, because I need a, I had Dak Prescott on one of my teams. So I think that's one guy I'm yeah. looking at. We talked about Paris Campbell um, on Indianapolis. And I know you're saying how, well, he, he's a drop. It felt like people were saying, okay, now Pittman's back. I think all of the Colts, you have to be a little cautious. You know, if anyone's going crazy, um, I, I'm, it was a worrisome game to have to yeah. score no points against Jacksonville. Definitely worrisome. Um, but you know, we just had to see. I, I still think if I have the Colts, I'm holding out, you know, Michael Pittman as well. I'm still hoping for that. Um, one other person, um, and then I'm curious who you're looking at, but I think um, Isaiah McKenzie, um, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's still, I know, that, you know, Buffalo wasn't going, you know, as, as far, but I've seen some people have been dropping him, and I feel like um, he's still someone that you could look at as well. Yeah. I mean, here's here's a couple, like, quarterbacks, right? I'm looking at um, outside of Tua. I actually really do, and I do really like Carson Wentz. I think Wentz is actually still out there in quite a few leagues. Yeah. And I actually think, I mean, especially this week, he's playing Philadelphia, right? So it's going to be a revenge game. So if you're looking for a quarterback, I think Wentz is the person you want to go. Jared Goff, actually. Jared Goff is actually pretty good. The last couple weeks, the first week he had close to 20 fantasy points. This past week he had 34 fantasy points. Yeah. I actually think, look, if you need a flyer, um, Jared Goff is the person you might want to take a look at as well, too. And then um, Garrett Wilson's out there, Ryan Mostert, you know, um, from from the running back, or Raheem Mostert, the running back, I think might be good as well, too. So Yeah, and Daryl Williams, too, on Arizona. I'll mention that because uh, I think Connor got hurt, or uh, is it Con- – yeah, Connor, that's in front of him. So Daryl Williams out in Arizona uh, might be another uh, – at least a running back. Okay, so I, I, I do, right? I think there's two running backs you want to look at. You got, you know, Benjamin, and you got Daryl Williams. And actually, if I were to choose between the two – I actually choose Eno Benjamin. Mm. Yeah. Tom, we're talking about waivers. Got it. Got it. Got it. Hey, I, I think a lot of times I love Garrett Wilson. He has done a very, very good job. Oh, former Ohio State guy. And a lot of times. Now, I am surprised Joe Flacco is doing as well as he's doing. I did not anticipate Joe Flacco would be throwing so much. Yeah. But I was telling Jed when you when when you logged out or when, when you got um, bounced off, uh, Zach Wilson is making some progress. And so they're expecting him to come back either – um, game four, five, or six, right? So be watching out for that because Wilson might bring a different dynamic to um, to the team. Yeah. Uh, speaking, of, I actually I wanted to show you this one, uh, John Harbaugh. Okay, I know a lot of times everyone's looking at the Miami game. Number one, this is where I'm trading Jalen Waddle right now. I am trading Jalen Waddle to anyone who will pick him up at an all time high, and I'm trading for J.K. Dobbins because he's still not playing, and I still have high hopes for J.K. Dobbins when he comes back. Thoughts on that? Tom, Tommy's a gambler. <laughs> By the way, um, I, I, I don't know. I, you never know. Jalen Waddle. I mean, I, I still don't trust J.K. Dobbins. You know, like sometimes when these running backs come back after a year of being away, it takes a while for them to kind of get their legs. And I think if I, if it were me, I would try to keep a Jalen Waddle because that's consistent production. You're trading some for somebody who's unknown that you're hoping will do pretty well. But if you can get a couple of players out of that, that might work out. Yeah. 
So now, Jed, Jim, here's where my dilemma is. Here's all my wide receivers. Jalen Waddell, Debo Samuel, Chris Godwin, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Amon Ron St. Brown. I have so many wide receivers. Yeah. My running backs, Javante Williams, Ezekiel Elliott, and J.K. Yeah, Dobbins. Yeah, yeah but, you need the, a running back. Yeah, but the problem you also have is you have a lot of players who's injured, right, who's going to potentially do well for you down the road. But – can you keep going at this rate um, without giving up one of those players? Because at some point, once you start getting into those weeks where players are not playing, you're running out of people to use. Yeah. Usually, if I can hold off without getting itchy finger, I'll wait until the week before playoffs or a couple weeks before, and I'll trade three for one and get me that running back to now win the championship. That's usually my strategy. <laughs> Pretty smart. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jed, let me just ask you a quick question. Indianapolis, what's wrong with Jonathan Taylor? <clears throat> what's wrong with the Indianapolis Colts? They're one and one, actually, oh, and one and one. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Um, it's it's definitely concerning the fact that they got blanketed by you know, they get a bit of big goose egg with Jags. So, yeah, I don't know. We have to see. Um, I honestly, I don't know if it's like a Matt, I haven't watched those games, so I don't know if it's a Matt yeah. Ryan issue or what's going on, but especially Jonathan Taylor, you feel like they should be able to just feed him and get back on track. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Minnesota. I feel like you know, these teams gotta maybe got a little bit pass happy and they need to return to the run game. Yeah. Really understand, yeah. That. I see, I'm not that concerned about them because I mean, think about it. Frank Reich was the offensive coordinator for Doug Peterson, right? Peterson knows what frank right it is going to do and so he had the playbook and because peterson was really more involved with the defense and they played against each other all the time i think he just kind of knew how to play against frank reich and get better of him yeah michael pittman optimistic that he will be playing this week as well too so just watch that as well too yeah uh, paris Gary, campbell lost a lot of games for us he had oh, zero yeah. points with everyone now everyone thought that paris Campbell would do he was terrible absolutely terrible we talked about garrett wilson as well too jim lamar jackson i mean uh, if you had a chance to pick between lamar jackson and jalen hurts who's the better quarterback are, are those two the two <clears throat> top quarterbacks right now um no because you still i think i think josh allen's still number one right um but lamar jackson i think because it's a contract year he's he's been motivated to play harder i still think that jalen hurts long term will be the better quarterback but um they're all doing pretty good this year but i still go for josh allen Jed, are we going to see Aaron Jones, A.G. Dillon back and forth? One week, one guy does really well. The other week, another guy does well. well Aaron Jones, I mean, the, uh, the Packers, uh, as usual, will beat the Bears. <laughs> yeah, and Aaron Jones had a huge game. I hope not. I hope that you see a little more consistency um, from Aaron Jones, but there's no no question that A.J. Dillon has been effective. And so, you know, that was always the risk in drafting Aaron Jones. You knew that he had Dillon right behind him. My guess is both, both players should be rostered, I think, in – in a lot of games, you will be able to play both. Um, I think you feel safer if you have Jones, but yeah, I do yeah. think Dylan's right there. My my best my best trade deal. I got Aaron Jones this past week through a trade, and I'm mm -hmm. very happy that I was able to get him. Who'd you give up? Um, you know what? I don't know. I I traded him to Jalen, so I got to double check. Yep. So and sp yeah. speaking of that, Jim, uh, again, let's look at a defensive player here. Man, did this guy do well? Yeah. Aiden Hutchinson three sacks as a rookie he did very very well for the detroit lions yeah uh and jed allen robinson he actually scored a touchdown he did okay and the rams looked very very good 
Yeah, finally, yeah, it was a nice. You know, he got the first touchdown of the game, so that was good. I mean, it was again. I think probably more importantly is just the fact that they clearly were trying to get him involved early and often. So I yeah. think that's a really good sign. Yeah, I think I think if the Rams have any chance of kind of winning it this year, or doing well, they're going to need Allen Robinson. I mean, Cooper Cup's going to get his 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 passes right, but they're going to need Allen Robinson to be a big part of the receiving game. Yep, Allen Robinson, four catches, 53 yards. Now, at the same time, as usual, I love my Cam Akers. 15 carries, only 44 yards, but he should have gotten that touchdown that Daryl Henderson ended up getting. But I still have high hopes and still believe in a Cam uh, Cam Akers. Make me a trade offer, Tommy. I did. <laughs> I want a running back back. That's what I'm looking for. Ah, I got it. Okay, Jim, speaking of that, on the other side with Atlanta, what do you think of this? <clears throat> yeah, I've been okay. So that's the dilemma I'm going into, right? Because I've got Kyle Pitts in quite a few of my teams. I've also got Drake London in quite a few of my teams. So Drake London's been doing great. Oh, yeah, Drake, he looked good. Drake London's been sitting on my bench the last few weeks because <laughs> I was like, he, there's no way he can continue this production. And I keep playing Kyle Pitts because you're the, the worst thing you can do is replace Pitts with a backup. And the next day he's going to go off because he could potentially go off. So I think the thing is, I'm going to keep playing him. I'm hoping that they start being more intentional about making some passes towards him. Yeah, yeah. I, I have Kyle Pitts. Um, I had him last year. You guys know we have, I have him in Dynasty. He did this last mm-hmm. year as well. He started off slow because um, a lot of defenses were really double teaming him, and it took the offense a little while to figure out how to scheme for him and how to get him open. And I feel like it's the same thing happening this year. Um, yeah. But I, I, I think the arrow is pointing up. I'm very happy with Marcus Mariota. I'm happy with Drake London. I think that is perfect compliment to Kyle Pitts. So if you can get a hold of Pitts, I would trade for him. Would you get would you guys do that? If if there was an opportunity to trade for Pitts right now, would you try oh, to yeah. do it? Yeah. I'm trying I'm making trying to make trades uh and see if I could get him at a lower rate with people trying to give up on Pitts or concerned about Pitts. Yeah. Yeah. But Drake London's been great. I oh, I, I mean 20 points week before that 15 points i mean like he's he's been doing pretty good yeah jimmy you made me that trade offer and yeah, that was yeah. I, my whole thing was i wanted to see this game because yeah, you yeah. know again game week one is always like a little iffy i this was the game i want to see and the fact that he was targeted so much had such good production i i really feel like he's a solid number one yeah yep. yeah let's go through a couple of things we did talk about jimmy grappolo he will make additional money every <laughs> single time that he plays if he wins he gets three hundred fifty thousand dollars if he makes a start he gets two hundred fifty thousand dollars as well too isn't that crazy that these people are getting three hundred fifty thousand dollars just to play in a game yeah i was reading that basically that injury uh, means that he's going to make an extra five to six million this season yeah yeah Yeah. i was reminded do you guys remember how many picks they traded to get trade lance the san francisco they traded a lot of people for trade lance so Monron St. Brown that we've talked about. Uh, mm-hmm. James Conner, Jim, uh, or actually Jed, uh, James Conner, even though Arizona won the game, James Conner avoided a serious ankle injury. But he just did not do well this past week. Well, that's what we were saying that you got to look at Williams. Um, although Jimmy likes uh, the other, <laughs> forgetting his name, <laughs> you know, Benjamin. Yeah, I like, you know, yeah, I like, you know, Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great game. If you guys yeah. watch that game again, though, this is the Kyler Murray show. I mean, in Arizona, you know, that team is going to go as far as Kyler Murray's in. I, I was watching that game just unbelievable. I mean, really, you you wonder why he got paid so much and people talking about his preparation, but he just does things. If you saw the throw for the two-point conversion, they, they replayed it twice and showed the window he threw that through. It yeah. was basically the same size of a football, so it okay. was amazing. 
Gen Tom. Okay, you'll find this. You, you know, I watch some of the Arizona. You know, yeah, yeah. in Arizona, local. I watch the local. This is an interesting comment that uh, Kingsbury made. Right, Kingsbury. They said, you know, what what did you do differently? And all Kingsbury said is, I learned it's best just it's best not to coach um, Murray and just let him do his thing, right? <laughs> and so I think the first couple of weeks, what they tried to do was to put him into a system. Sometimes for guys like this, from a fantasy standpoint, just let him play. You know, my guess is that's what they end up just letting him do towards the second half. Yeah, he just needs people who can catch the ball. I mean, if you yeah. saw that, A.J. Green caught that two-point conversion, but earlier he dropped what would have been a major, you know, what thought was going to be the touchdown to get him back in. So as long as he gets – once he gets Hopkins back, I think you're going to see yeah, a major yeah. So actually, yeah, Murray totally. could be another guy to target too if anyone's down on him. Who's that? Gorch. Gorch has been like the leading receiver for the last few weeks. But you're right. I think if they had Marquise Brown, DeAndre Hopkins – Gorch, they got Zach Ertz. I think they'll be. I think these guys would be good. I actually go back on you know Benjamin. I think he'll be a good running back. And then on the other side, Devontae Adams, were you surprised at how bad he was? Only two catches for 12 yards? Yes, yeah. For the Raiders, that was definitely concerning. I, I was trying to figure out how they were taking if they if they were double teaming him to take him away, but like how come they couldn't open the top off? I was waiting for them to get him really downfield and they just could not get to him. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's, I, not I like the, it's not like the Arizona Cardinals are that great of a defense. Yeah. But it does make me, you know, like I still think the offense for the Raiders are pretty good, right? And the number of people have dropped the Hunter Renfro. If you look at, you know, the waiver wire, Hunter Renfro's on a number of waiver wires. He actually might be somebody you might, because he gives you at least some consistent points as well, too, if they're going to keep double teaming um, Devontae Adams like that. Yeah, and he gets a lot of targets. So I agree. That's a, and yeah. or if anyone is down on Devontae Adams, that's a great person to go after. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. One thing to note, Dalton Schultz will miss a couple of weeks, but he won't miss significant time after MRI reviews only an injury to his PCL in his knee. All right. And all right. So, Jim, let me ask you a quick question. Here's my favorite guy that I'm going after. If you had to pick between Amon Ron St. Brown or Christian Kirk in your dynasty, who are you picking? Amon Ron St. Brown. I think, I mean, Christian Kirk's going to be good, but I still like Amon Ron St. Brown. Yeah. What do you think, Jeff? I mean, Jed. Sorry, what was the question? I missed it. If Who do you like more, Monroe, St. Brown, or uh, Christian Kirk? As a dynasty pick Oh, oh that's a tough one. I like St. Brown. I'll say yeah. I missed. I missed on St. Brown. I heard about him all preseason, and I was like, this is the Detroit Lions. I'm going to really hold out and wait. But, man, he looks pretty darn good. And we saw Christian Kirk. I mean, we kind of knew with Christian Kirk in Arizona, he was really you know, going to be the next guy. They just couldn't hold on to him. But I feel like St. Brown, he could be solid number one all the way through. A couple other things I want to quickly go over and then uh, as we wrap up here, uh, the numbers from the Chargers games for Amazon exceeded, it was going to exceed 12.5 million people. That's a pretty good showing for this Charger Chiefs game for a Thursday yeah. night football game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and given all the complaints that people had about the stream, you just hope that they fix that. <clears throat> um, but again, when it comes, I mean, this is, I'm in this industry, in the comms industry, right? And when it comes to yeah. getting eyeballs, there's nothing that competes with the NFL. That's why they get so much money because of, that's what those okay. numbers. Jet, the other thing I realized, I, um, 
they were talking about from Amazon that they can charge advertisements higher because whereas like a direct TV or cable, you can move to other channels. If you're watching Amazon, you're stuck in Amazon, right? It's not yeah. like you can go yeah. to anything else. And so that's actually been interesting for them to look at from an advertising standpoint. Well, on top of that, Amazon, don't forget, they can link all of that watching to purchasing. So they have oh, much more yeah, data yeah. on the back end to yeah. tell you. So you, they can basically help your advertisements in a lot more targeted fashion. So if this works, do not be surprised to see others try to dip their toe into this because this makes, in my industry, this that's always the link. It's how do you link between viewership to actual purchase behavior? Amazon's doing that pretty seamlessly. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were saying this is just the beginning, right? Because these NFL contracts are coming up, right? And the way Amazon's doing it, it's going to change how we view things even in the next five years. The Foxes of the world, the, the, the NBCs, the CBS of the world, they might not have the money to compete for, against the Amazons of the world. Speaking of that, DirecTV, two straight weeks of Sunday ticket streaming difficulties. They can't seem to get their act together. And so that is, un unlike Amazon, DirecTV continues to mess up all the time. Now, if I were Amazon, if I was Comcast, I'd be coming up with all of these commercials or YouTube TV to say, switch to me because we won't have these issues. And also another thing, did you guys hear about this story? Did you guys read about no. this story? Uh, no, what's going on? Okay, so a lot of times Bruce Arians was on the sideline. Yeah, I saw him. And the, the whole thing is their explanation is they ran out of seats in the owner's box. And as a result, he had to be on the sidelines. And everyone's sitting there, no, he's not. He's sitting there calling plays. That's hilarious. Yeah, I did. I saw him during the broadcast and I was like, wait a second, why is he doing, what is he doing down there? So, oh, wow, that's really They said they ran out seats in the owner's box. And as a result, he had to be on the sidelines. And so oh, as a result, Dennis Allen is sitting there. Yeah, that's the, he's not even a real coach. Why are you putting him on the sidelines for? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that really gives a lot of intrigue into the whole influence of Tom Brady and, you know, what he likes and doesn't like down there. I just, man, I feel like that whole situation is going to blow up eventually. It's um, that's a little scary. He has marriage Which problems. Which one, the Brady one? Has, yeah. yeah, I think Brady and the Bucks. you know, it's just so many things I think have to go right for that ship to kind of really be headed in the right direction. I don't know. I would be a little concerned. Yeah. No, honestly, now, but my only thing is this is his last year. So you would think that he's going to work hard to make sure that he at least wins somewhat his last year. Now, beginning on uh, beginning this week, he has every Wednesday off to do personal things. And so that means he could go anywhere he wants. So they were just announcing uh, Ian Rappaport was talking about his every single Wednesday. He now has a day off to do whatever he needs to do. Yeah. Yeah. Jim, any more waiver wires you're looking at this week? Uh, no, I mean, I think the biggest one, right? I'm just looking at it right now. Garrett Wilson, I think it's going to be top on everybody's list. Um, I think uh, who's it? Carson Wentz is going to be a top on everyone's list. I like a Jared Goff, you know, because of some of the weapons that he's got around him. Um, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. James Cook, you know, is somebody. Traylon Burks is out there. Abraham Mostert is out there. Um, those there's some decent players out there that's still out on the waiver. If Tua was out there, is he your number one quarterback you're running out to get? I mean, if I need it, if I need a quarterback, right? Like I have Justin Herbert right now, and I actually threw a waiver wire on him. If I get him, that's great. If I don't, I'm okay with it. But you never know. I mean, we might all be wrong, 
and 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 Tua may be the best quarterback by the end of the season. I mean, I think there's a lot of options. I think Tua is a good option. Like you said, I think Carson Wentz has been a really solid option. Um, Jimmy G is back now. So I think there's a lot of different options. Um, you don't have to fret and, and pay, overpay. Um, but if you're in a dynasty, yeah, Tua could be a, a pretty yeah. good pickup. If you need a tight end, pay attention to Gerald Everett. Even though he got gassed and got that interception, uh, look, he, they were throwing to him, and he did pretty well. Gerald Everett, take a look and, at him. And Gusecki had a touchdown. Gusecki, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Gusecki had a very good touchdown. And you know how many people dropped him? Gusecki's out there in a lot of leagues. Yep. Well, yeah. But by the way, um, people are coming in, and I think they're okay. listening to me trying to figure out what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. It's like right. we're meeting. <laughs> we better run. We'll talk on Friday. Okay. Good to see you. Yeah. Thanks. Bye.